y'all this is ashley with what's up under that i wanted to bring you guys a different type of episode i'm gonna like let you know ahead of time first off if i didn't mention it already congratulations we are in season three season three is going to look a lot different than season one and two season three is going to be a mix of me sharing the lessons that I've learned, you know, the good moments, the bad moments. It's really, you know, healing all encompassing. And I mean, you guys may have gotten that vibe from the other episodes, but I'm like specifically setting that intention for season three. Now, something that I realized, um, I like to create digital vision boards. I absolutely love it. I mean, and as I say that, it's one eleven. So this message could very much be for somebody. Um, I like to utilize my hands in various ways. And I'm like, I'm, if my business and most of my work is already on my phone, why not create digital vision boards? So I created a vision board on TikTok and um, the vision board essentially was a healing one, you know, it was various videos of things I wanted to, you know, work on within myself, things I wanted to pinpoint, things I want to dive deeper into. And I'm a very aware person. I, I would like to chop that up to my Capricorn, my Capricorn moon. I'm very aware and I'm very observant. I always have been since I was a child. And over time, I just kind of like noticed like my healing board was so fucking sad. And, you know, that's not to say that there's anything wrong with that, because we all go through our moods and our seasons when it comes to honoring our emotions. And it was just kind of like I was in the next phase of my life. And that is not something that I wanted to give more energy to. So I set the intention, you know, going forward, I want to change what healing looks like for me. And this thought also came about when I think um her name is Soulful Beauty on Instagram. She's absolutely amazing. She posts a lot of like collective content and stuff. And there was a specific post that she had wrote about, you know, stating like healing doesn't always have to be hard. Healing can be beautiful. And you know, automatically when we think of healing, we think of pain. So at first it's like it hit, but it wasn't resonating, if you know what I mean. And it wasn't until one day I had the opportunity to approach something and I could have either approached it aggressively or, you know, approached it with love. And I decided to approach it with love and a completely different outcome came about than what it was that I expected. Now, um... You know, over time, I've saved different things. Hold on. Let me actually pull up my TikTok so that I can go through this board and, you know, kind of show you guys just to kind of like give you an example of what are some of the videos I've saved. So like an example, how far up? I don't know how old these videos are. Some of these videos I just, oh no, this is the recent one. So like one of the things that I saved was there was a mom talking about how she spent three hours coloring with her children. And it's like, you know, if you're one of those people that like to categorize things, 
Um, coloring is very therapeutic. Um, I actually made, my son wanted me to make a drawing of Rex off a of Toy Story. And, um, I did. I made the, I made the, um, drawing and then one day I decided to color in and it came out absolutely amazing. Like, you know, really brought it to life. And just as like a sidebar with that, something that I realized over something that I realized with myself, you know, over time was that there's a part of me that has never felt that I have been worthy of feeling a sense of completion. You know, not like completing a project or anything in specific, but you know, complete within myself. Like even once, um, this girl I was best friends with, she do a picture of me and I loved how it looked half. And I think there was a part of me that was afraid if she finished the whole picture, I wouldn't like how it looked, which you know may speak volumes about myself, but I digress. And that was something I noticed, like the picture was amazing hand drawn, but the color really, it brought it to life. And um, I'm going to go on another sidebar. We're going to deviate a little bit here, but stay with me. It all makes sense. Um, there was this group that I was in. I won't name because I'm only sharing my own experience. Um, there was this group, this this parenting group thing I went to sometime last year, maybe earlier this year. And the woman was speaking about wearing black. And she asked me, when was the last time that you wore colors? Like, you know, genuinely wore colors all the time. And I told her, like, I had to sit and think about it. And it hit me, you know, the last time that I wore color was before, um, I want to say it was when I was dating my child's father in high school. And it was just kind of like, you know, after that situation, I slowly stopped wearing color, slowly stopped wearing color, only was drawn to grays and blacks and, you know, neutral things. Like I loved how bright colors looked on me. It just, it did something. And that just really tied back to how it reminded me of, um, how it got to that point where, you know, I had accepted that I was worthy of being an incomplete project. And coloring that just helped. So that was the first video along with a little story time. Now I'm going to share. I'm going to go through this and I'm going to share with you some other things that I saved um, that could be viewed in different ways of healing. There's this video about how to reverse gray, you know, taking care of your body from the inside out. And it's 117 for those that are into angel numbers, just like I am. Look that up if you want to. Or better yet, you can go on my website. I think I have it on my website, www.brujastablunts.site, and get my angel number ebook that is available. So, yeah. Another thing that I saved was human design chart. You know, sometimes in, in order to heal, you have to understand yourself to realize that you were never broken. There was never anything wrong with you. There were just circumstances. There were circumstances that um there were circumstances that it that changed things for you, you know? So with that, too, I'm going to go on another sidebar here. So that reminded me of a quote I saved when I had um, my first um, ADHD screening. 
which I'll be talking about how that screening went in some episodes to come, you know, once I have finished processing it on my own time. But what this lady told me, and I will absolutely, my ancestors sent this lady to me, y'all. It was a black lady. She was absolutely amazing. Um, um, she told me, she said, where is it? She said, ask what's happening to me, not what's wrong with me, because there's nothing wrong with you. It's just circumstances. Now, y'all know I create I have like a whole notes in my phone, like full of different quotes. You know, I'm very much so the notebook lady off of TikTok. If you've seen those videos, I'm very much so her whenever I hear some shit that hits, I got to write it down. I absolutely have to write it down. And that's what that made me realize, like, you know, human design chart, your natal chart, all that makes you realize there's nothing wrong with you. It's quite literally sometimes it's just the circumstances. That's why I said sometimes because there's some people that there may actually be something wrong, like medical diagnosis, no environment, no mother trauma trauma. Like it's seriously something wrong. But once again, I digress. The next thing I saved here was it was a video of a woman making, um, punch needle coasters and essentially like you know the theme that I realized with the direction that this went in was you know so often we talk about inner child healing but we don't talk about the things that make us happy and like how going back to what she said healing can be fun healing can be a good thing you know that was one of the videos another thing I found was um that was very healing to me. It wasn't even like, oh, this is something I need to process. It was more so a state of acceptance. Um, This girl was talking about, you know, being on the brink of a meltdown because she has autism. And it was just more so like in that moment, light was shed and my inner child felt seen. Because I don't know if I have ADHD or autism. I'm going through fucking hoops of fire just to find out what the fuck it is that's, you know, what it is exactly that's wrong so but I identify with a lot of things from both so that's just you know where we are um what's another thing this is another one I've been waiting to tell this story uh there's a video I saved on here about cookout tips so what the lady said in the beginning of the video she goes we I'm gonna show you guys how we gonna have a cookout with no money and What she did was she called everybody up that she knew on the phone and said, yeah, we're having a cookout. And she she will be like, we got this and we got that. But um, can you bring spoons? Can you bring forks? Can you bring the hot dogs? Can you bring the drinks? Can you bring the plates? And why that was so healing for me was because it reminded me of my childhood. It took me back to a time where I was able to witness what community looked like because that was an often thing, you know, um, that was oftentimes a thing like, you know, somebody would be or 4th of July specifically 4th of July, somebody would be in charge of getting the, the silverware and stuff. Somebody would have juice duty. Somebody would be in charge of, you know, the potato salad, um the mac and cheese you know um generally one person was specifically in charge of um grilling and 
that was very healing for me because it made me realize like I've always been able in a space to observe what community looked like and what I wanted that to look like for me. So that was one thing. There was another thing on here. I'm not going to tell you guys like every single thing that's on here, but I may make this public. I don't know if you guys are listening to this on Spotify or you follow me on my business Instagram or my email, brujastablunts at gmail.com. Send me an email and let me know if you guys want me to make this list public on TikTok. Because I don't really have an issue with that. You know, it's not like it's my own personal videos. Um, Let me see. Another thing, and this one is going to be really raw. Uh, The woman, it was a podcast saying that I regret motherhood. And, you know, the way that she talks about it was it's not that she regrets being a mother. She she does not like motherhood. She does not like that everything that it, you know, the specific things that it is that it comes with. And I feel like oftentimes women are afraid to admit this and what they do. And what I've noticed that a lot of women do is and you guys probably have heard this, even if you're like a man or whatever, you may have heard women say, I love being I I. I love my children, but, and it's like, they need to, women feel this innate need to preface that with everything that they have to say that they do not like about motherhood because they do not want people assuming, they do not want people assuming that um they do not love their children. And honestly, you know, being a mom, I really do personally feel like it's, it's really sad because as women as women we should feel safe enough to speak on the things that we hate about motherhood like me I'm going to be honest um I do I am an introvert I am naturally an introvert I am extroverted around people that I love and you know I don't mind showing my personality but when it comes to like meeting me in person that's a whole different story but I do not like the fact that my child needs so much interaction with people I do not like that I have to have conversations with other parents all the time in order for my child to you know further his friendships and things like that I do not like the fucking fact that I have to get up early every day to ensure that my child eats. And it's not that I don't like feeding my child. I don't fucking like getting up early. I've never been a morning person and I never will be. I do shit early in the morning because I have to, not because I want to. Oh, another thing I fucking hate. I hate doing homework. You know, being that I am an undiagnosed neurodivergent black girl, I struggled struggled with schoolwork from grades 12, grades second grade all the way to grade 12. And the fact that I have to relive school all over again, I'm going to be honest with you guys, even though I'm in school, my experience is different because it's something I genuinely want to learn about. One, that's another thing with neurodivergent people. When it comes to hyperfixations, wanting to learn about something that you actually love is different than being forced to go to school to learn about some shit that doesn't fucking matter. And by the time you graduate, you will not remember any of that shit. So back to that. I do not like having to do schoolwork. I fucking hate it. Another thing 
that I absolutely hate about motherhood is the fact that it has made me so vulnerable in a way that I have to always depend on people. When I did not have, before I became a mother, I was very independent. Like, you know, of course I needed help from my brother and my mom, but it was always on a very, very rare occasion. I always made sure I invested in my hobby so that I had a, um, I had a separate, um, stream of income coming in. I always made sure I was picking up extra hours at my jobs to ensure that I could live the life that I wanted to live. Um, I had my own car. I took care of my own repairs. You know, I took care of my own rent, all of that shit. And it's like being a mom now, a single mom specifically, it has put me in a space of vulnerability that I am not used to. And while I don't mind being vulnerable, I like having the ability to control how vulnerable I am with people. Second, I hate that my free time is no longer my own. Like I absolutely fucking hate it. I hate that so much of my schedule has to be scheduled around my child's schedule. I hate that I can't just come and go as I please. And I have to ensure that I have somebody to watch my child, which puts me even more back to what I said about I hate the fact that I have to depend on people more because raising a child involves a village. So, yeah, like I said, it puts me back in a space to where I feel like I have to depend on people and I don't fucking like depending on people. I don't like having to move on other people's time. I do not like how fucking expensive children are. It's like, not only do you have to make money to take care of yourself, you now have to make two times that amount in order to take care of a child. And then according to, you know, living in your own place, you have to make three times the rent. So technically, in order to survive with a child, you have to make five to six times the amount of what it is that you make in order to comfortably and healthily take care of a child. So let's say, let's let's do some math here. Let's say that um, you bring home like an $800 paycheck every week. And that's after taxes and everything. And you take that times two. That's $1,600 you're bringing in for a month. Now, if your car is paid off, if you don't have all these different subscriptions and you're just paying for gas, insurance and stuff like that, maybe rent, that could be feasible. Let me not even say maybe rent. So already that's $1,600. They want you to make two times the rent. So then that brings you to 3200 a month. That's only two times. That's not including the other three that you need to be able to take care of a child. Then take that 3200 and multiply that shit by three. You need to be bringing in at least 9600 to $10,000 a month in order to comfortably, 
comfortably, meaning there's no worries, you know, even after, you know, your savings account and all that stuff, like after you've put money off to the side, you've gotten the things that you need for that month and shit, you know, and you're able to go out freely as you please, take care of sporting events, take care of extracurriculars, take care of in-home crafts, school supplies, your necessities, the kids' necessities. Raising a child is very fucking expensive if you guys get my drift by this point. And it's like, that was healing for me because it made me realize, you know, it's it's okay for me to feel like this shit is hard. It is okay for me as a mother who still has healing of my own to do to feel like some days I don't want to do all this shit. It's okay. And that in and of itself, and that too is why I share, I that too is... And that too is just why I share so much of the journey and my opinions and how I feel, more than likely how I feel. Because y'all, I'm going to be real with y'all, people growing up and even still with me being older, people have told me that I am very sensitive. And, you know, I have friends that have been like, there's nothing wrong with you. And I feel like me being a sensitive person is what allows me to show you guys and speak on the things that a lot of people do not fucking want to say because it's like now I am able to take that sensitivity and use it to my advantage. I'm able to capitalize off of it because now I am creating a sense of community. I am creating a sense of people in the world that may very much like me have been told, oh, you're so sensitive and you're so this and you're so that. And then you guys hear me come on here talking and sharing my different experiences and sharing both the good, the bad and the ugly. And you're like, wait, no, there is nothing wrong with this. There is nothing wrong with me. I'm completely normal. I just have shit that it is I need to work on. But that does not mean that there is anything wrong with me. Everything always needs work. Your house could be built from the ground up. Just because your home needs work doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it. It's just general maintenance. And that could be in a that could be a way that you view things when it comes to yourself. You know, shadow work is just general maintenance. If I and if I want to be able to maintain this vessel that I'm in, if I want to maintain this lifestyle, if I want to maintain these blessings that I'm receiving, I have to do the maintenance. Anything that is worth having is going to require maintenance. Your car, your home, your relationships, your body, all of that shit is going to require maintenance if you want it to sustain the 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 tells of time. It's going to require maintenance. So there is nothing wrong with you. You are just maintaining your mental health. You're maintaining your emotional, your financial, your physical health. Those are the things that you're doing. Okay, let's let's do this again. But those are the things, like I said, those are the things that you're doing. Those are the things that it is that you are maintaining. So at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong. If you feel like you need to go to therapy, that's you making the initiative to maintain your mental health. If you have to take medicine, that is you taking the initiative to maintain your health so that you can maintain the other things that it is that's necessary in your life. 
So, yeah, that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Feel free to always share with me. You know, you can message me on my Instagram business page um, or you can do email. Email is always preferred because I respond to emails a lot faster. Or even if you don't want a response, if you just simply want to share and give me my flowers, I am always open to that. And if you want to give me my flowers in a monetary way, the way to donate to me is on my link tree. It's link tree. I don't know what it is. Go to my Instagram, brujas to blunts dot LLC. My link tree is in my bio. So yes, I hope you guys have an amazing day. I hope there was something that you could take from this per usual. And I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Bye.